This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to episode number 16 of Double Tap for Wednesday, the 21st of September, 2022. Coming up on the show today, we're going to be talking all about Microsoft's latest updates, some big news for Narrator users, and I'm still tired. You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Yeah, you know what? You know it's bad when uh, it's in the title, right? <laughs> that was the weirdest intro I think you've ever done. I'm still tired. Stay tuned. That was the weirdest intro. Wow. You should go back to our back catalogue. I promise you that is uh, not the case. I know we're only 16 in, but yes. I think if you look back at the previous seasons of this show, there's been some... Yeah, well, I have to say, I think some of the best show titles we've ever come up with are the ones we never use. Yeah, oh, well, yes, for legal a, reasons, we can't use them, but there's yes. There's a few crackers uh, we were thinking about the weekend because I was talking to Mark of Lala 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 Low. I kind of lost myself in amongst my alfalalalos. Um, I was talking to him about the SIM card tray on the iPhones, and I was saying that, you know, it's just one of the problems, getting the little thing in the hole, and we ended up you know, descending into <laughs> laughter about that. Like little I children. I don't know why. I mean, there was absolutely... Uh, you were laughing, I wasn't. Obviously, I spayed the... Um, I was the consummate professional. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Thank no, you. I'm still tired, and I'll tell you why. Not that you're asking, but I will tell you. Because yeah. I, uh, you know, remember yesterday I was telling you about my sugar coma that I was in because we had so much chocolate and so many crisps and so many, uh, yeah, yeah, or, or sorry, I'm chips, chips, chips. Correct. That's right. I'm Canadianifying uh, this. Um, <laughs> well done. Yes, Mr. F will be happy. Morning, Mr. F. Um, God bless you, Mr. F. So, uh, yeah, basically, what am I today? If I was Mr. F, F would stand for mm. fat. That's what it stand for. Right? Are you saying you're 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 on a, a a crashing low because of all the sugar you had? No. And what I'm saying is oh. that there were still things left in the house last night, and you know there has to be like oh. a clean up process. Now, what you could do is you mm. could take all the mm. the candy and the crisps and the chips and the whatever else and just throw yep. it straight into the trash. Yes. Or you could just eat the lot in one go. Absolutely with, right. With the agreement, by the way, mm. with the agreement of Mrs. Scott that she says. Once we do this, that's it. No more. Don't bring any more in. But you can have what's left. But you have to have it all in one night. <laughs> Once we do this. Once we... <laughs> it's like when you catch someone smoking. you got to smoke the whole pack. Now. That's right. Get the whole lot done. And like that's it. Like it's a punishment. Funnily I'm enough, not... yesterday I ordered a uh, lovely takeaway from a new place, right? A huge kebab. I'm talking like a pillow. A huge kebab. <laughs> and extras as well. It was the Boss Box, it was called. Wow. So I ordered that, and the family ordered some stuff. It turned up, and my Boss Box was missing. <gasps> so what? they're all eating theirs, and they're saying how nice it was and whatever. And I thought, you know what? I got a refund for it. It was fine. I rang the uh, takeaway place and got a I refund. I bet you did. <laughs> no, oh, oh, yes, I did. I want and two then... Boss Boxes in return. <laughs> No. So, uh, 15 minutes later, I couldn't stand it any longer, them saying how good it tasted and that, so I ordered <laughs> another one. And then five minutes later, the first one turned up. Uh-oh. So, and I mean, it is huge, right? And then I couldn't cancel the second order. They said, it's too late, we're preparing it. You cannot get a refund, and we're still sending it out. So I had <sighs> two of these massive kebabs. One was free. Hang I was on. like, do I... Hang on. Not, you, yeah. you you received yep. two. Did you eat yep. both? I did. Oh, you're uh, quite right. Well I done, did. actually. Well done. Thank I haven't got to say, you know, you. well done. So <laughs> I, I, I have to say, your achievements in eating are, you know, beyond anything. I mean, I, I eat terribly as well. You and I, I am amazed. We'll be lucky to be here next year. Um, oh, yeah. That's why Absolutely. I have no, you know, expectations in this program, because I have no expectations on being alive in the next five minutes. So, no, no, five minutes, right? We, you never we, know. Be prepared to fill it. This show. <laughs> we, we can't die. Mr. F won't allow it. He's not, he's not happy about that, I don't think. I think, hang on, just getting word here. Furious. That's what F stands yes, for now. Yeah. Thank you. <sighs> anyway. anyway, you feel okay? Are you feeling all right? 
Yeah, yeah. Apart from the guilt, I'm feeling absolutely fine. It was delicious. Don't you hate that though? When you when you have something bad, that's the problem, right? Because we call it something bad, therefore guilt follows, right? Mm. If you said yeah. you had a bag of chips, so what, right? Bag, you know, candy exactly. bar, whatever it is, it doesn't matter, mm. right? If they would just lie to us and say, you know what, kebabs and uh, cans of pop soda are, are are fine for you. In fact, that was the healthy option. Then I wouldn't be feeling guilty. Salad's the evil one. Yeah, exactly. If they said, you know, have mm. have a salad, that's evil. Um, yeah, yeah, like, oh, exactly. Okay, I'm going to have that then. I know right. it's it's all psychology. <sighs> okay. Anyway, hello. <sighs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> we actually getting into the show now. Five minutes later. Yeah. Uh, so today, I was hoping. Well, actually, we were planning to talk to Matt Ater today from Vespero. He's coming up tomorrow instead. Pushed Matt back because big announcement <gasps> on the way. No, 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 no. Mm. Big announcement today. Actually, it came out last night that Microsoft have announced the latest update to Windows. Now, I know what you're thinking, Sean. You're thinking, hang on. Mm. We pushed mm. back a brilliant conversation with Matt Ata so we can talk yes. about a Windows update. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what we've done. And that's what we're going to talk about all hour long. That's my punishment to myself. This is how I self-harm. <laughs> Come on, can I, um, <laughs> can I just say... Uh, if, if Matt is listening to this, that it wasn't my decision, I would have put you on today, sir. Thank you. Yeah, well, so would I, in fairness, because once I saw the update. But anyway, we'll, we'll get to that. But well, I, yeah. want to talk, I want to talk about this because actually, do you know what? It is a painful experience actually going through the process of updating, um, especially because the way that Windows works, everything is sequential. So you'll say to someone, well, make sure you update your, your PC, and then they do it, and then you realize that you have to do it again and then again. And then again, and then again, because yes. there's always yeah. another update that follows it. In fact, it's like there's almost a there's almost a, a sense of joy when you reach that final. You're up to date. Um, it's like yeah, the happiest moment. The backlog. I've done yeah. it. I've got there. It's like climbing that, Everest. That was the whole point, though, wasn't it? Is that you know we can't turn these updates off, not not for any meaningful no. purpose. Yeah, you, know, you can turn it off temporarily. You can't turn these updates. And the whole reason was that well, you know. Your Windows will constantly be and permanently be up to date. So I'm all up for that. You know what? Fine. Microsoft knows best. But then I'm looking for this update today and cumulative update, cumulative update. Another one, another one. Yeah. It's like, why have these not been installed already? I mean, don't get me wrong, right? If we waited, this stuff would come to us eventually. But it's because this has been released and we're trying to, oh, quick, let's have a look at this. But yeah. I'm still waiting to get to it. It does. It has shown up now, and it is downloading as we speak. So what is it? Is H because there also has an H in it, doesn't it? So H two. Oh, it does. Is it? H two something. Windows eleven H two. Um, yeah, basically it's, it's, it's a relative to update, the isn't it? yeah, exactly. It's a feature update, and, and this is a it's a big one. There's a lot of new stuff in there. Um, for us, though, I think, and, and what I want to talk about today is the accessibility stuff. But before that, you know, because I have to tell you. Um, I'm not happy about this because another reason I'm tired is other than the sugar coma, I also was up till one o'clock this morning trying to update my PC to get this update so that I could have a look at one of the main features, which is for us as visually impaired people, the new neural voices. I think that's what they call them uh, in Narrator. Um, These are the new voices that are going to be used uh, so you can have different voices away from the kind of Zira and the, was it Susan and... Whatever it is, Hazel you know, and yeah, George, Hazel and all those yes. George, yeah, all these terrible voices. Well, depending on where you are in the world, I think you do get different ones, but that's the ones I've got on mine currently yes. with the US and UK pack installed. That's right. That's right. Uh, I apologize if you can hear noises going off in the background. I don't know what is going on. I can't seem is to silence anything. I don't know. I honestly have no idea. I can't silence anything anymore. I remember the days I used to go into a radio studio, <sighs> and I would be. Let's just say kicked up and down the hallway by the boss if I dared to leave a phone on. These days, it's impossible because everything makes a noise. Well, even if you got things muted, I've got my phone here. I've got yeah, it muted. I'm on focus mode. It just ignores me yeah, all the time. I've got Doesn't the speech care. turned off, but every now and again, it'll still something will still beep at me. I'm not even sure what. Anyway, ignore that because we're not bothering with that. Talking no, we don't to care. you. Um, yes. But here's the thing. So I'm up to one o'clock in the morning. Updating, mm. going through this process. It's taken ages to install the updates. So I'm going yep, through yep. them all and I'm going through one by one. We're getting there and a restart, blah, blah, blah. I get to 1 a.m. and I realize this update isn't coming through. I've hit the check for updates button umpteen times. It's saying you're up to date. You've got Your everything. Your computer is up to date. Yeah. Yes. And then I realized we've got a problem. 
because I was installing the updates on my MacBook running Parallels, running Windows 11 for ARM ARM. Oh, yes. I won't get the update. I don't imagine I'll get the update yet. I probably imagine it'll be in a couple of weeks' time because I guess they just roll out the main updates first on the regular PCs. I was using the beta. I'm a complete idiot. Yeah, well, I was going to just say user error, but complete idiot (laughs) works as well. Yeah, exactly. Windows 11 for ARM is still in the beta process, right? So would you get this anyway? I was getting all the cumulative updates, interestingly. I was getting all the same updates I was getting on my Surface Pro, and then I move on to the Surface Pro, right? So this morning, I gave up last night. I said, right, enough. I'll come back to it in the morning. Yes. Get the Surface Pro 8. Kindly sent to me by Microsoft. Um, Mm. I don't know if it was kind, if I'm honest, because, you know, the the hassle I've had with this thing. So anyway, I I, I get it loaded up. I will say, brilliant machine. Really brilliant machine. I mean, it is a brilliant machine. There's no denial that the Surface Pro is a fantastic device. Um, mm-hmm. I just cannot get used to that keyboard, but I'm I'm starting to get there. So I get okay. I get the update. It's just it's too it's too wobbly, or as I like to say in our family, because we're Scottish, we see wobbly. It's wobbly. Wobbly. It's a very wobbly keyboard. It's very it thin. Is. There isn't much structure to it because it's built into the cover. I'm mashing it? those keys and it's bouncing around all over the place. I, 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 yeah, I, I'm yeah, not that yeah. big a fan. Yeah, anyway, got the dainty touch. Yeah. Okay, no, I mean I will on. say Bridge. B-R-Y-D-G-E uh, is a company that produces keyboards for lots of different uh, devices, including the iPad, uh, Chromebooks. Actually made keyboards for the Pixel Slate when it came with the first one that came out ages ago. And they also make keyboards for the Surface Pro. I'm thinking of trying one of those because at least it's sturdier. I'm never going to get my insert in? key back. That's the problem. But, you know, that's no, life. No, it's gone. Forget, let it go. Let it go. Is that built into a cover as well then kind of i think so the way these work is it's got it's like a keyboard and on the top left and top right side of the keyboard you have these little clips that pop up and then you slide the tablet into those and it holds the tablet in place and that's it and then you can just close it like a laptop lid and open it back up it's quite nice actually is that a stunned silence uh, no, it was my internet connection went down and I couldn't hear you. Why, we're having some issues today. Oh, Sorry. It's one of those days today. I think this is, <sighs> we're just going to call this the Moan Show because that's what this is today. Everything's uh, terrible. I'm, ha- I'm having a nightmare day already and I'm barely up. I may just go back to bed. I'll be honest with just you. Just give up. Yeah, forget it. Did you, did you know what I said then? Well, I say it again. Yeah, well, I heard it has clips on the corners so you can just sort of, I assume, snap the um, Surface Pro into it, which isn't the same. And it's not the same, it's, it's, and it's certainly not as elegant as the no, no, the no, keyboard no. because it you just might as well just get a Bluetooth keyboard then and just use anything. Yeah, really, right. Yeah, you're right. Actually, I mean, it's mm, just I think mm, it's the mm, whole mm, elegance mm. of it, you know. And also the thing is, I don't really want the touchpad. I would love to find. I think Logitech do one, but the um, and I don't even think it's it's been updated for a while. In fact, some of them you can buy where it's just the keyboard. I don't want the touchpad. I don't care about that. I don't need trackpads. No. I just want the yep. keyboard in a case and an insert key. And an insert key, please. (laughs) Anyway, so I I get the Surface Pro 8 out and I start uploading or updating on that as well. And um, guess what? I get a message that says, new update available, Windows, whatever it is, H2, you know, available now. Oh, there we go. And usually at this point, there's a download and install button because it's kind of separate to the main update. You've got to kind of tab through and get to it. I will say, for anyone who uses JAWS... Uh, what a pain in the neck using JAWS is to try and get through that whole setup. You're much better with Narrator. I don't know what NVDA is like, but... Exactly the same. Is it? I mean, it's better. It's a lot better than it was because you will eventually find that download and install button, but it, it just focus just jumps to the pools for seven days and then you got to try and yes. make your way back up and sometimes it finds it and sometimes it doesn't. You Why end does up it do that? List. It's horrible. Yeah, it is horrible. But Narrator, absolutely fine. Yeah, Narrator's great. And Narrator will, I mean, okay, you can, you can get the JAWS scan cursor and you can work around it that way. Because the thing is, what I want to know is what the install progress is on the individual updates, because some of them do take a while. And yeah, you have to yeah. use the cursor, the scan cursor on JAWS to get in there. Narrator, you can just use the caps lock, like, caps lock as your modifier key and the right arrow and left arrow to just kind of go around the screen and just kind of, I kind of wish JAWS could yeah. build that in somehow. I don't know why they can't. 
It's like it's an either or. You know, you can have NVDA, the scan cursor on or off, but not. Yeah. You can't just sort of use it as you need. NVDA does the same thing. If I press the NVDA key and use the numpad, you know, four, six, uh, you can sort of move around and you know, like a virtual uh, mm. cursor or whatever, and read the other things. But even that, it's not. There's a bit of inconsistency. That's what it is. Sometimes you think you've got it, and it's reading the progress bar, and then it will just jump somewhere, and you think, oh, it bounces off. I, I will say that's one thing about that whole check for updates, but. It bounces around a lot, and if anything changes on that bar, you—I guess what must be changing is the updates themselves must be moving off as they're, you know, they're clearing as they've yes. been done. So yeah. the problem is that it doesn't stay in the list; it jumps out the list, and usually, as you say, jumps to that pause for seven days button. Um, yeah. You have to kind of shift tab or whatever back to. But um, anyway, so I go through this process. I'm looking for this button, and it just says "Learn More." That's all I'm getting is a link that says "Learn More." When I finally get into the text and actually went into the "Learn More," I get this web page, and it says safeguard holding something like that and it says safeguard holding and i read through it's basically suggesting that you know the machine will get the update but we're holding it off your machine just now for safeguarding reasons and i'm thinking is this because you don't think i'm capable of handling this update you think it's you know maybe i'm emotionally not ready to take this on it's safeguarding Um, you because of your actions yeah (laughs) That's yep. right. Nothing to do with the hardware, and it's not sure if everything is compatible in this update with the Surface Pro. No, no, no. It's just that Stephen Scott is using this machine. We'll just hold back for a bit before they've he dives done something in. to this machine. They've they've done something to. They know it's me <laughs> that's using it. You see, they've they've hooked, they've hacked into this and they're controlling it remotely. But yeah, so I'm not getting the update because I've got to wait for some I don't know mystical <sighs> angel to come down well, wait, and say it's okay. Wait, wait, wait. You do have uh, you know a plethora. Of machines there. Yes. You've got the Lenovo. Yes. Haven't you? Yes. Well, have, have you tried it on that one? Yes. And? Nothing. Wow, you're joking. Can't get it on there either. Oh. So, you know what? I'm going to connect... check my update status at the minute. Well, exactly sure. right. So, I check in with you this morning and I said, right, okay, let's see how you're getting on. Uh, have you managed to get the update? And you're saying, oh, I don't know. Uh, you know, usually, you know. And then you said, uh, oh, it's on the H2. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just describing to the audience the way you talk. Yes, and the absolutely. way we talk off air, which is usually just, yeah. I don't know, there's a thing and I pressed a button and it kind uh. of, and yeah, and you said, oh yeah, there's an H2. And I said, that's it, you've got it. You've got the update. Hallelujah. But, thank you. you know, nothing. But I get nothing. I, I, I did hit space on the download and install and I haven't been back since. So Well, uh, at least you've got that option. I I'm going to see where here. I'm at. I, 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 I may be back or I may not. Oh, please, please do not hit anything that takes you off. Right. Settings. Oh, here right. we go. I'm here. Anyway. So you're gonna uh, you're gonna update pause. this live on air. Brilliant. I'm yes. so pleased about this. Twenty two H two. Okay. Yeah. 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 And it says no next. No previous. So uh let's start narrator up. Yeah. Let's have a look again. We should be listening to this. You should be piping this yeah. in so we can hear what's going on. Uh, but if you if you stop talking just just one second. Otherwise, your feedback. How about this? This is sound. Windows 11, version 22H2, one of one. Right. Windows 11, version 22H2. Pending restart. (gasps) It's ready to go. It's ready. I'm good. Right. I'm not restarting now. Do not do that right now. (laughs) You know, the thing is about Windows, this is what I love about Windows in so many ways. It just does its own thing. It just goes, do you know what? Screw it. We're going to do it now. Uh, you could be in the middle of a word. You could be writing your oh, memoirs. Man. Yes. And yes. it just goes, right, time for an update. Bang, done. Oh, how, thanks. Uh, Five hours later, it... my computer will be ready and everything's lost. I've I've left like 20 projects going, huge projects going, <laughs> and I'll leave them there. You know what? I'm tired. I'll come back to it in the morning. What a mistake that is. You come back and it's like, log in. Yeah, welcome to Windows. What are you doing? It's restarted in the middle of the night, even though I've got all these projects open. That yeah. drives me crazy. It should never, ever do that. But that's, one thing, that's one thing I like about the Mac. It will not do it if there's applications open because it will Absolutely. not allow not. it to restart. Now, what I tend to do, I, I never turn my Mac off, right? I never turn it off. And mm. what I tend to Kill find the is... Planet. Yeah, no, no, you know what? You. I, I just can't be bothered with uh, the hassle. Fine. Honestly, you, yeah. you turn that thing on in the morning, and it's just like it, it's it's yawning and it's stretching. It's like me, no. and it's just yeah. it's like eventually it comes to life because it's got to kind of hang on a minute. I've got all these audio Gross. devices. What's connecting here? <laughs> Where do I plug this in? Where does that go? Where's voiceover getting sent today? And it just can't remember it all. So 
you know, it's just too much hassle. I can't be bothered with it. So I just leave Fair it enough. on. And yep. if I leave all the applications closed, so if I leave pretty much everything off, so, you know, quit mail, quit, you know, whatever's open at the time, mm-hmm. all the browsers are closed. If there's an update to go through, it'll do it. And it'll come back up and that's fine. Um, my other favorite, which used to happen a lot with a Mac, was you would come up and come in in the morning and it would say, your Mac restarted because of a, a serious error. <laughs> and you'd be like, oh, what happened? Wow. You have <laughs> no idea what night. happened overnight. Something just went horribly wrong. Um, yeah, a serious but... disaster happened while you were asleep. <laughs> Do, not Don't worry about that. Do not look outside. Do not look outside. Dinosaurs roaming the planet again. Um, but no, I, I, but the whole update experience can be a little bit challenging. And you know, today, I mean, there we go. Three machines I've gone through. Okay, granted, the first one was a mistake because I should have thought more cleverly about the, yes. the whole Windows PC thing, which, again, I have to say, the experience with Parallels is unparalleled. Oh, very good. I like that, yeah. yeah. That was, that was only two cups of coffee thing. I came up with that. Yeah, you know what? Installing's a nightmare, but mm. thanks to that fantastic utility called VOCR, yes. uh, which I must do a demo of at some point. In fact, we'll get somebody yes. who knows better than me to do a demo, but it is really simple. It's literally just doing what JAWS OCR does. And it gives you the ability to to kind of scan the screen, you know, exactly what's going on. You, if there's any clickable elements, you can click on them. I mean, it's really, really good. And it'll, it takes an application that is not accessible and makes it, you know, relatively accessible, uh, at least enough to be able to get through the, the process, which is all we're lo- looking to do, especially with an up, um, either an update or an install, right? Because you're only yeah, really going to yeah. do it once. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I'm quite impressed by that. So, yeah, but on, on the Windows side, on, on the Mac, using Windows 11 for ARM, it is really good. I mean, it is really good. Um, and the only thing you notice is, because people keep saying to me, well, where, what, what are the pitfalls? It's only when you go between Windows and Mac, when you do that kind of whole command tab thing back and forward, there's just that little bit of shakiness. It shakes like an iPhone 14 mm. Pro Max camera when Instagram's open. There you go, that's topical. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't know. That? I, I don't know what that means at all. No, apparently, apparently, in certain applications, when you bring up the iPhone, if, you, if you've got the iPhone 14 Pro Max, I think it's on the Max only, the camera yeah. will just start violently shaking inside the device. Oh, so like it, really it develops weird. the stagmus. It that's, does. That's cool. Well, I, I, I was going to say, excuse me, I was going to say, you know, the, the the shaking between the, it's just like I'm in the stagmus. Or it's just uh, like my essential tremor. Is there any more we could use? Any more of myself I could give off here? Any other disability puns we can throw in there? That's beautiful. Um, but that's, that's the only weird. thing I noticed between the two. That's the only thing I noticed between it's the slightly two. slightly shaky. Okay. Yeah, just, but, right. I mean, that's how long? Oh, a couple of seconds. I mean, it's nothing, right? It's just oh, obviously right. the what, audio what engines are just What are you bringing getting... out for, then? Because it's, it, people might see that's a problem. Yeah, well, I, look, I find that the, the, the parallels... And I will say about... as well, sorry, I will say as well, just yeah, if on. you are going between them... Probably better turning voiceover off if you're staying on the Windows side for a while. Because even if you mute voiceover, it's fine, but some of the commands might clash. So my mm. experience is turn voiceover off and you'll get a much better experience. Because you can easily just turn it back on again. Yes, I agree. But why why aren't par- Parallels fixing the installation to make it more accessible? We've known about it for ages. I don't care. All right, fair enough. No, we should care. No, not fair enough at all. Come along now. Look, I've just spent about five hours trying to get an install done on Windows. I, I could care less at the moment. I'm just, I'm done with with Windows installs and updates. Well, I, it's, it's not, it's not good enough. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm not letting that go. The parallels thing. I'm going Did to you want to hear some? So we'll talk about some of the accessibility features because yes, there please. are some interesting. We get to it. Yeah, there are some interesting features inside this update, which is the reason to do it. Now, there, I'm sure there are lots of great reasons why you might want to do this update. Because I'm, I'm sure there's lots of great stuff in there. I think focus mode's getting improvements. Apparently, they're going to bring, wait for it, tabs to File Explorer. <gasps> wow. wow. Oh, hang on. That, that, that might that be good? all right. Who cares? What What is the point of that? File Explorer is a dumpster fire at the best oh, of times. No. Uh, uh, what, compared to Mac Finder? Are you craziness? If no, you, no, no. Once you learn File how to Explorer use something, Sean Priest, it yeah, is incredible. Well, no, it's not incredible. It's, it's far from incredible. Okay, it's not incredible. All right, it's okay. all right. But, you know, the point is, it's yeah, it's not yeah, as yeah, much yeah. of a dumpster fire as File Explorer's become. Incorrect. Just keep tabbing until you hear Tree View, and then the next tab is the Item View, and that's all you need in life, and you're fine. I'm not quite sure what use I would make from tabs, because I've usually just got a 1,000 File Explorer <laughs> windows <laughs> exactly, open anyway. Yeah. 
It's a lot it's like more browsers. ways to move I, around. It's more I don't ways use to move tabs in browsers, really. No, I just no, open I a new instance of browser. So, yeah. Okay. I'm the same. Cool. I just, I'd rather, because it's easier to move around them then, you know? Yeah. Because oftentimes we're just tab, doing. Alt tab, alt tab. Yeah. It's either that or control tab. So it makes no difference, really. We're so what, talk, what else? Well, we're going to talk more about that because we'll take a short break. We'll come back and we'll talk about the features. I'm also going to be uh, hearing from Carolina Hernandez. She is from Microsoft. She joined us on a recent Double Tap TV episode to talk all about the ethos behind these updates and what they're aiming to achieve and also why inclusion is at the heart of it, which ultimately explains why we get so many fantastic accessibility updates as part of these big new updates. And the big update for us, of course, is those new voices in Microsoft. We're going to hear two of them. There are three, I believe, but we can only access two of them because we had to go by the beta. Uh, so we're going to play those in for you. Have a listen to those. On the other side of this is Double Tap. Send us your feedback to feedback at ami.ca. Leave us a voicemail at one 803 4567 You're listening to Double Tap. This is Double Tap. Now, back to the show. Yeah, so we're talking about Microsoft's big update uh, that was just released yesterday, although it does seem to be taking its time to roll out around the planet. It seems to have got to Manchester, England, but it hasn't managed to get to Scotland yet. Hooray! Yeah, well done, Sean. Maybe I'll get it after the episode. Of course, that's what happens. As soon as the show finishes, I'll get the notification. I know my stuff is pro, I'll still be told I'm not eligible for it because I'm not safe enough. Yeah, it's not that you're not eligible, you just can't be trusted. Sorry, not for you. Uh, Listen, I want to let you hear some of these voices that everyone has uh, been really interested in. Let's be honest, this is the the big news. There are two, well, the three voices, actually. There's Aria, Jenny, and Guy. Now, we don't have Guy's voice because, for some reason, Guy's voice isn't available to me, even on the beta at this stage, or at least if it was, it's not there now. I don't know what's... I I honestly have no idea what is going on. Sad. But... There are two voices we can play you. This is Aria. So this is what Aria sounds like. She's the new natural-sounding voice, and it's kind of moving away from the uh, slightly more eat well, not even e-speak, but, you know, the, the kind of lesser quality voices you'd be getting on the radio. Yeah, it's not wow. as bad as e-speak. Um, no, no, no. I'm thinking NVDA there, aren't I? Um, yes. Okay, so here is Aria, uh, one of the new natural voices. Microsoft Aria, natural, English, United States. This is Narrator Home where you can get help, access your settings, and learn about new features. Narrator is a screen reader that describes aloud what's on your screen, so you can use that information to navigate your device. To start or stop Narrator, press the Windows logo key plus control plus enter. So that's Aria. I like that. Incredible. Now put that against eloquence. I dare you. <laughs> exactly <laughs> you right. Go. I mean, that just it, sounds so nice, so clear, so natural. It's cool. Yeah. It is nice. Now, the key thing here is, can you get these voices up to a decent speed? Because that's often the thing. It's speed and intelligibility of the speech, right? If you can get that on a natural voice, then it's, yeah. uh, I believe, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yes. Um, as a well-known computing phrase. Well done, you. <laughs> so down with the youth. Um, <laughs> Which I, youth? I, I, yeah, yes, 80s, 1940s. 90s. I've got no idea. <laughs> It is. I, I don't know how how much you would be able to speed that up and still make sense well, of it. Well, do you want to hear it? Because we've done it, right? So this is oh, this then. is Aria speeded up, all right, to give you a sense of what she's just said there, but a little bit faster, all right? So let's okay. see how you feel about this. Welcome to Narrator. This is Narrator Home, where you can get help, access your settings, and learn about new features. Narrator is a screen reader that describes a lot of what's on your screen, so you can use the information to navigate your device. To start or stop Narrator, press the Windows logo key plus control plus enter. <gasps> that is beautiful. I understood every single word. Now, I know a lot of people might be like, what was that? Uh, yeah. But, but no. the, people, the people who went, what was that? Those people never use screen readers, right? Everybody who's yeah. using a screen reader listening to this will be going, oh, that was perfectly understandable. I got every word of that. Um, and it was. It was really good. Okay, we'll do the same with the other one. So this is Jenny. Uh, I'm convinced they've named this voice after Jenny LaFleury, who's uh, the chief accessibility oh. officer of Microsoft. Okay. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's hear Jenny's voice. Microsoft Jenny, natural, English, United States. This is Narrator Home, where you can get help, access your settings, and learn about new features. I like that voice. Narrator is a screen reader that describes aloud what's on your screen, so you can use that information to navigate your device. 
To start or stop narrator, press the Windows logo key plus control plus enter. That's nice, isn't it? I would struggle to pick that out as a synth. I'll be honest with you. I know, it's, it's almost too real, isn't it? It's kind it's, of like, yeah. wow. Right, let's cool. see what she Did sounds like. Did you speed like, it? Speed up. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Welcome to narrator. This is narrator home where you can get help, access your settings, and learn about new features. Narrator is a screen reader that describes the lab on your screen, so you can use that information to navigate your device. To start or stop narrator, press the Windows logo key plus control plus enter. Perfect. Mm, Perfect. I don't know. I'll listen to listen to Aria again. Welcome to Narrator. This is Narrator Home, where you can get help, access your settings, and learn about new features. Narrator is a screen reader that describes a lot of on your screen, so you can use the information to navigate your device. To start or stop narrator, I think it's because, I think it's the pitch. I think often the pitch is the key Just when it what comes I was to say. intelligibility, isn't it? That sometimes I think all that depends on the the type of hearing you've got. You know, I, yeah, I, I, Jenny I'm, was lower, right? Yeah. Lower pitch. That's right, yeah. And I find that harder to, to hear. Yet, funnily enough, Eloquence on my iPhone, and I don't know if it's maybe a combination of the, the iPhone itself, the speaker, and the, the pitch, I don't know. But I can hear that so clearly. I love using my iPhone with Eloquence. Yeah, but isn't there a lot of this that, you know, it's like when you're with someone with an, a strong accent, you know, for the first hour or so, you have no idea what they're saying. Isn't this just a case of we've been using eloquence for so long that we're trained to pick it up and make it more intelligible? There's well, nothing... Don't there's nothing in, Yeah, no, I think we have. There's nothing intrinsically about the voice which makes it more intelligible than anything else. It's just that we are so used to really? its timbre. That? No, I don't think that's true. I mean, look, if you no, speed up any... If you speed up no, any stop. of those voices... No, stop it. Or, I mean, speed up any of the narrator voices that exist at, at the minute. Speed up any of the, the voices on the Mac at the moment. Although, in fairness, I don't think those go as fast. They do now. The new Mac OS Ventura, you can really speed those voices up much faster than you could before. They've, right. they've improved cool. that. But yeah. at the higher level, something like Alex does not sound natural because it's breathing in amongst it. So in amongst that high speed, you're getting the breathing, you're getting all you're the getting rest the of it as well. Yeah. Ava, yeah, I mean, Ava's a great voice, but she sounds much better at lower speed than she does at higher speed. Um, mm. what, what is it Jamie? Was that the other one that some people were talking about? Saying yes, Jamie that's was the one that? I'm using at the minute, yeah. What, what does that sound like? What was what, what that on your phone? On my phone, yeah. It sounds really nice. Have you got you it there? What, that, can, you, can you play that in? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't got it. Because mm, I, 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 I don't, don't know that one. Um, it does, it's a very nice male voice, but it's um, I, on my phone, I don't tend to have it uh, a high speech rate, 60, 75 maybe. Yeah, I'm the same. I, mean, I think I think eloquence, even eloquence isn't that fast for me. I'll let you hear it. This is what I've got on mine. I've done a lot of speech. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's what, 60%, 70%? Yeah, that's comfortable for me. Yeah, uh, it's also uh, you know on, on what I'm listening to because sometimes when I go through say the the news app, um, because I'm not, I, I need to slow it down sometimes to understand the headlines because mm -hmm. I'm not with everything else on the system. I know what's what's coming up, and so you know I, I know what I'm listening. Do you know something? For almost you're absolutely bang on because when it comes to voice, I think that I don't know if you can do this on the iPhone. Someone will tell me if if we can, but I know that you know I I much prefer a slower voice reading through the articles. I mean, that's why actually, that's why I love Microsoft Edge with Read Aloud because you get such fantastic voices yes. that can well, read at can a decent speed. Well, you can test all these, these voices out, by the way. If you've got um, Edge and you go to the, is it Immersive Reader? You can mm. test these voices out. It does have these neuro clear, I don't know what they're called, voices. Yeah, they, they, they call cloud them cloud voices. voices. Yeah, cloud yes. voices. And, and they, are, they are really good. I mean, they are they are. And very impressive and uh, just really nice to listen to, to read. I think it's because, you know, I, I almost wish, and I don't know if this is an option, maybe it will become one, um, but I'd love to be able to just click a button and just save the article with that voice to my computer yes. so I could just, like, have it as an MP3. Mm. Uh, but I don't think you can do that at the moment. I don't think that's possible. Yeah, you could record, I suppose, but why? That seems a bit excessive. Um, yeah, you but can no, buy I mean, yourself I, a mixer, get yourself a studio. <laughs> And, right. uh, Buy a whole studio, just uh, you know, get a, get a building somewhere, you know, uh, you know, all the blind people in the world can descend. Or a shed. Or a shed, yes. Sheds are optional too. Thank you, thank you. Don't um, leave us shedders out. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm liking those voices. Uh, of course, they are gorgeous, they are beautiful, but there's a huge caveat with this in that you can't use them with anything else. These aren't system-wide. You can't use them with NVDA. Microsoft Edge ones. Use them with jewels. No, no, any of these. Even oh, the ones yeah, that no, right. 
even the the voices that narrator downloads, which are the same voices, whatever they call them in in Edge or whatever they call them in narrator, it's the same voices. You can download them and they're installed onto the system, but they're not available to anything else. They're not like a SAPI 5 voice or the Windows 1 core voices. They are not there. They are strictly for narrator or for Microsoft Edge browser. And I think that's uh, I think they're missing a big trick there. Hopefully they'll open them up. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, yeah, that would be. I would something. love to use them with NVDA, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I like Narrator, but I I don't use it as my main driver. I use it for when I'm stuck, like in settings there. Um, but I would love to use that voice in NVDA. Now, of course, you could argue why should Microsoft make that voice available to anyone else? But it's kind of a system voice at this point. Well, so it should be well, available. I don't think there's anything nefarious there, right? I think what they're probably doing is just making sure it's working properly on the narrator side before they can even offer it. I mean, I think they will because Microsoft are pretty good at that. I mean, look, I, I still don't really understand to this day how Eloquence ended up on iOS. I, I do not know what made that happen. Yeah. Because, you, you, okay, people might have asked for it, but how did that happen? That would have to be... I know people keep saying that Eloquence wasn't bought by Microsoft when they bought Nuance. But it kind yes, of feels like right. it must have been. <laughs> because how else well, did why? that happen? And, and how did it... Because how did it get onto... <clears throat> did Apple just Excuse go me. out and say, give us everything? I mean, I, I don't know. It just seems weird to me how that came about. Well, of course, we'll never know because Apple tell you nothing. Perhaps Apple's just paying a license fee to use it. It's just weird. I mean, the thing is, though, right, with the Eloquence thing, I still... I'm, I'm, I'm all... I love it. I am so happy about it. But I'm completely baffled by it. I'm like, how did that happen? Because in some ways, it's an incredibly backwards move. You would think they would be saying, let's create the next eloquence. You know, that sounds like the kind of thing Apple would do. Let's do better Mm -hmm. than that. And they kind of have, because some of the new voices, they're really nice. The Siri voices are really nice. They play a lot better on macOS Ventura uh, and on the iPhone. I mean, the iPhone's fine, but on the Mac side, there was a lot of problems with Monterey, a lot of issues, a lot of double speaking going on. Mm-hmm. You know, it, yes. would, it would continue talking whilst, you know, you'd move on to another element and then the other element would start speaking and you'd have crosstalk. No. Um, yes. So that was a bit of a nuisance, but you didn't get that with any other voices, just with the city voices. And I kind of thought maybe they would focus on that, but then they just go out and get eloquence. Maybe they just thought, screw it, let's just get <laughs> eloquence in because, well, yeah, you know. You could it, argue that. They're- they're listening to us, right? Because I'm yeah. sure there were so many requests for Eloquence all the way through iOS. So maybe it's just a case of actually Apple do listen. <laughs> they listened to what we said. I was so happy, honestly. I was so I've happy got a about voice. it. And I'll be honest, I kind of flitted between, okay, I'm happy about it. And I had some people really evangelizing about it, like really getting excited, writing songs about it, whatever it was. You know, and I'm like, okay, I'm not that far. But <laughs> I was kind of like, when I got it on the iPhone, I thought, this is just brilliant. This just works for me. Now, equally, I know there's many people listening who'll be saying, Stephen, no, what are you doing? No. But look, it it's a choice thing. It is the speak of the iPhone. It is a choice, and I'm just so glad I've got it. That's the bottom line. Right. Uh, look, there are some other features as well as narrator's new voices. Um, they're saying that uh, there's going to be new live captions, system-wide live captions. This is pretty interesting. So it goes beyond it's the individual really apps. interesting. Yeah, yeah it is. Cool. Um, so they're saying that they'll display at the top of the screen and under the camera by default. I don't know what that means. I guess on a laptop it'll do that. Um, mm. Users can switch up the caption location to the bottom of the screen or a separate floating window. Also, by capturing the microphone audio, live captions can now transcribe in-person conversations. So you could be sitting having oh, a conversation right, yeah. with someone and they would be able to read off the screen what you're saying. That's incredible. So it's it not is. just for like a Zoom call or a Teams call. It's for in-person stuff as well. Yeah, you um, can just turn on captioning for your own conversation in the same room. Yeah, cool. I think, you know, oftentimes people ask me what the value is in captions for blind people, right? And I'm not saying there really has to be any value in it for us because it's not really for us. But What's in it for us? Yeah, That's what's in it for us? But, but one thing <laughs> we've learned about accessibility in the past couple of years is that there is a lot of cross-benefits. So one thing about transcriptions is that it gives you access to information in text form. That, For example, my thing is always phone numbers, email addresses, that kind of thing. Additional content that you can get access to via, say, a transcript or a transcription. And that can be really useful. So and what I'm wondering is, can you... Is, is grabbing this and kind of writing it to a text file somewhere? Is that yeah, something... Yeah, can you, you export the transcription yeah, can you go of back the conversation? To that? 
That would be really nice. I, I, I don't know if that's possible, but that would be a nice feature. kind of think that would be possible, right? I mean, it's capturing it somewhere. It can't just be deleting it at the other end. No, there's going to be some sort of buffer of all this conversation, so why not just dump it all out to a, a text file? Um, yeah, it makes sense to me. And just also, make it happen. And also, you know, if I'm being brutally honest about it, I worked in a building uh, for the best part of 15 years with a mixture of people in it who were blind and deaf. And it's no, it's no, it, it's shameful in some ways from my point of view that, you know, I, I never communicated with anybody who was deaf in the building because I couldn't. If the person was signing to me, I couldn't see what they were signing. I didn't know how That's to sign right. back. Yeah. Um, now, okay, yes. And, and people said to me, well, just learn signing. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's that's great. If I can send, that's brilliant. But if I can't receive, it doesn't yeah, make any difference yeah. whether I can sign or not. I could sign perfectly to someone who's deaf. But if I can't receive what they're saying in return, it's exactly. kind of a pointless conversation. Um, yeah. But this kind of technology is getting to the stage where that communication is going to be possible. It's going to be easier just to hold up a phone. I mean, Google are fantastic at this. Google are doing amazing work on the Android side. I think, I mean, I know it's coming to iPhone as well with this option and about time too, but I think Google are ahead of the game on it, to be honest. Uh, and they've well, done I believe really well. Even, even the Amazons, I believe, you can sign to um, and they can understand well, the Echo. Yeah. On the Echo shows, I believe so. I haven't tried is it that. Not, is it not just, it's not just video calls. It's not just a video call between two people. Because that's that's no, the benefit to a deaf person. I mean, because because there's yeah. lots of things in that Echo show for deaf people, right? There's lots of things that happen. So, for example, there's flashes instead of sounds. Um, that's right. Yeah, but I believe you know, like the type to Lady A, where you can type in the command mm, if you mm, if you got yeah. a speech problem. I believe there's also a sign to Lady A. Now, I don't know, maybe that's an upcoming feature, but I believe that is something it's, it, you can do. And the technology is certainly improving to the extent that it can do that. How does it do that? I mean, that is incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Because you think, yeah, surely not not everyone's getting the signs the same all the time. I mean, that's not... Well, how, how well it works, who knows? But, yeah. I mean, it, it, it makes sense that this should be something that's worked on as well. I know other, of course. other companies are working on it, like you said. So... Fantastic. I mean, I, the, the real-time live transcription still blows my mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not perfect. Of course it's not. We're not saying that with so many, you know, with my ridiculous accent and yours, obviously. Well, thanks. Uh, it, it's going to make mistakes, but <laughs> the, the, the speed of it and the responsiveness of it is absolutely fantastic. I Actually, I, I think this is a really cool feature coming to Windows. I can't wait to try that one out. The other one to mention is voice access, which is still in preview, apparently, even in this new update. Um, it will improve on the already existing voice commands that you can use on Windows by allowing you to control your PC and author text vocally, all right? So the first time that you use voice access, when you open it up for the first time, you'll go through an interactive tutorial on completing common tasks with your voice. The tool also gives you real-time feedback if it doesn't recognize a word. Now, this is not the same as voice dictation, this is voice access, so this is to use the computer, but it is also to write documents as well. And I guess the engine in that is going to be much better than we've seen in dictation up to this point. So maybe, I mean, I'm not saying it is, but you know, there's a little bit of maybe what nuances has been brought into the fold to do, brought in yeah. here around dictation and understanding. Dragon, naturally speaking, yeah, into it. you can see that's kind of starting to build in a little bit, you know, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I would. I, I never got that. I'm sure we've had this before in Windows 8 or or whatever it may be. Maybe even Windows XP. I don't know. I'm sure access. we've had voice control because I remember mm. trying to open up a browser, uh, Internet Explorer, probably, and opening up Word. You know, and um, that was part of it. But trying to get the the the, the you know, are you talking to the system? Is this a system command or are you trying to dictate? I suppose it just sees if you're in a text field of any description before it decides. But yeah, it's clever stuff. Um, I, I, I would really like that to work properly because I could, uh, I could see me using that. Well, again, the thing is, how well do these things operate together? So, you know, again, we went back to the, I, I go back to Mac and I talk about, you know, things like the, when voice control came in there. And I think a lot of us thought, how's that going to work with voiceover? Because I think in the demonstration, it was showing someone a map. And what they did was on the map, it, it gridded out everything. So it was like one, two, three, four, five, lots of squares yes, on the screen. Yes, yeah. And we yeah. were like, well, how's that going to work with voiceover? And then they did. They just came up with a, an alternative to that, which was just read out the squares. Um, 
yeah, you know, to, with, right. with some you know text relevance to it. So that was that was quite interesting. I want to play in a little clip because we we had Carolina Hernandez on the show from Microsoft. She's one of the the key people in the accessibility team, and she's been talking recently about some of these new features of Windows, but in particular around, and I think this is important, why inclusion is so important to them at Microsoft and why these features are at the forefront of these new updates. This is Carolina talking to us a few months back on Double Tap TV. We focused really on bringing every single feature that was going to be new for Windows 11. And we said, okay, what are the new things? Who are the groups and, and what are the new features that we are, that we're going to ship in Windows 11? Let's go and have, um, let's have those folks come in through this inclusive design reviews so that when we start, we can start with accessibility in mind. We can have those conversations about, okay, how would this work for someone who's blind? How would this work for someone uh, who's deaf and hard of hearing? How would this work for someone who has light sensitivity, right? And so when you start by having those human first conversations about the needs um, of, of this, uh, of the, of the people with disabilities, right? You can have a conversation on, um, you can have a conversation in a design path in how you're going to meet those needs even before that product is built. Um, and then, as I mentioned, once the products start to get built, uh, then we start to bring in people with disabilities um, to start to look at them and start to give us feedback. Because while we 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 all know we have the conversations at the beginning and sometimes like you, you might miss something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so having that feedback, bringing folks to uh, to use it and say like, well, this doesn't quite work well for me or like um, in a screen reading example, we'll be like, oh, well, this is too verbose for me. Can we like, I think you can, you can tell me the same things, but don't use this, like, but, but make it shorter, right? Um, make it more efficient for me. Um, and so we, we also take on that feedback and continue to evolve that pro- um, the products. Um, and then at the end, as I mentioned, we also use um, trusted tester test passes. And so every feature that we've shipped in Windows 11 has gone to trusted tester test passes, um, which is, is our final kind of um, gateway to, to make sure that, you know, from design to building to feedback that at the end, um, we are producing this accessible experiences. So that's Carolina Hernandez talking to us on Double Tap TV. Uh, and you can watch that full episode uh, on our YouTube channel because uh, all of our season four is up there. Season three is going to be up there very soon as well. We're populating our uh, YouTube channel rather beautifully at the moment. I see what we are. Mark Aflalo is doing an incredible job on that at the moment. So thank you to Mark. Um, but I just thought I wanted to play that in because I think sometimes it's nice to just stop and take stock. Now, I have to say, I'm not one of these people who thinks that we should be bowing down and saying thank you all the time for the work that these companies do. It is our right to have the same access as everyone else. But when great work is done, it should be recognised. And I think that the reason great work is done is because of the things that Carolina's talked about there. She's talked about the fact that inclusion's at the heart of it. Ask disabled people what they want. Ask them what works and then listen to them. I mean, really, it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. What a concept. Yes, but it actually, but it is so unusual, well, right? It's so unusual exactly, for that to happen. Exactly the point, and that is the reason why we should be excited by the change at Microsoft. As I've said many times before, I think that the change, the turnaround when it comes to their um, their accessibility, is absolutely incredible. And we should acknowledge that, and we should interact with them, and we should say, you know what, you're doing it right, and this is great, and whatever. And when they're doing it wrong, also pick them up on that. But mm-hmm. it, it's yeah. an entire change of attitude at, at Microsoft, and uh, yeah, I think it's great. You know, but the reason I think that the the praise thing is good, right? And it's interesting because we had Brian Fischler on from that Rule Blind Tech show recently, and Ed Plumacher joined as well, and we were talking about Apple, and he was talking about the fact that he's just basically fed up with Apple because, you know, he feeds back to them. He gets nothing, no response, yeah. nothing. Yeah. No, no, not even an acknowledgement that they've received yeah. his email, that they might work on it, they might not yeah. work on it, nothing. And he said, this really, really irritates me because he wants, like, like we all do, we want these systems to work for us. And the thing, the thing about the Apple thing is, and he's, he's just bought himself a MacBook M2, uh, the MacBook Air M2, as mm-hmm. I've done, so- right? So did you, yes. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's like, why are we doing this to ourselves? Why do we keep investing in this? 
when you know it, it's not working so well and you know there are a lot of focus issues and there are a lot of issues with it and it's not perfect you know and yet windows is doing really well it's not perfect either by any yeah, stretch but, it's, but they, they, no, i think there's a different reason for that and well look we picked up some issues you know with with windows in this show but the the thing is it is all about the feedback if you're if you're if you're saying taking the time to give feedback hey do you know this isn't working and here's the situation and here's the context let me explain it to you and then you send that off to Apple, and you get nothing back. I mean, it's that that is frustrating. We, we're just happy. That we're, we're thinking that, you know, okay, someone's probably picked that up and they're working on it, but we have no idea, and that's the frustration. So let me tell Whereas you something. Microsoft we, is we've only got a couple minutes left, feedback. but let me tell you this Sorry. very quickly because I think this is really important. So a friend of mine told me that Apple gets tons of email. Right, I mean, you can imagine the amount of email it gets to that accessibility at apple.com email address, which is the feedback email, or has become the feedback email because there's no other way to feedback. And he said what they do is they sort it all out into order and then they work through it. And that's what they do. And unfortunately, they're so busy going through it that they don't get time to respond to it. And I don't imagine they've got time to respond to every single email that comes in. They must get hundreds, mm-hmm. if not thousands, a day. Um but I do think that is a reason not to continue sending those emails. I think keep the inbox flooded because then they might listen. Um, well, and like you said got, earlier, eloquence, maybe that was because of that, you know, it's just something like that. If they've got that workflow, then they are obviously taking note of the feedback. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not buying. I don't have time to email everyone back. In that case, have a what we're working on web page up with all these, you know, like they do for everything else, support with tickets and whatever else. We know we're aware of this problem and we're working on it. That's all we need. Feedback at ami.ca, one We're back tomorrow with Matt Ater from Espero, talking all about JAWS and ZoomText 2023. Big conversation to be had there. We'll catch you guys tomorrow. Sean, thank you. Thank you. Love Double Tap? Did you know we're on the TV too? Check out brand new episodes of Double Tap TV on AMI-TV every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Or binge on all episodes online at ami.ca forward slash Double Tap. We're also on YouTube. Search for Double Tap to catch our episodes there too. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit ami.ca. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.